The guys behind the From Corner to Corner podcast are diving deep into Montgomery County High School sports with the Community Trust Bank Coaches Corner. Join us as we talk local high school athletics with your local coaches. Whether you're a student athlete or a screaming fan, this is the place to turn to get the inside scoop before the next big game. And now, it's time for the show with Sean Kuyper, Neil Payne, Adam Muncy, and Wes Crouch. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of From Corner to Corner Coaches Corner, presented by Community Trust Bank. Sean, Neil, Adam, and Wes, the whole gang is here tonight, and we are joined in studio by our inaugural... The reigning defending. The, the reigning defending. Undisputed. Undisputed. Undefeated. 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 Student Senior Athlete of the Year, Kimsoft Sponsored. <laughs> Words are hard. Words are hard. <laughs> you and Wes really struggle sometimes. <laughs> I had it wrote out, and then I didn't even read it. So why would I bother? Well, well, you know. So, anyways. It's like taking have, notes in college. We yeah. have Matthew Rowlett here with us. Uh, Woo! He, uh, he was our Kimsoft Athlete of the Year, and uh, he's going to be going to Spalding University on a scholarship, play baseball. He's pretty good at the baseballs. I, I, I mean, he's pretty good at the baseball. Baseball yeah. been very, very good to me. <laughs> what did your ERA end up at the end of the year? I, I mean, it, it ballooned was, there in the region. It, it did. I think until the end of the regular season, it was in the .25 range. And then after that game, it went up to .62. Yeah. Oh, that, I think just, that's where it ended. Just Black. terrible. Completely, yeah. un- <laughs> completely unacceptable. Yeah, disappointing to say I mean, let, just, just a smidge over a half a run a game, how dare you? I know. It's like <laughs> – yeah, here we are in the in the in the district championship, and, and no wait, it didn't give up any runs there. It was in the regionals, yeah, yeah. And we're like, what is he doing giving up runs? He hasn't done that all year. That's like the most runs he gave up all year. Now, you didn't start out so hot with high school baseball, correct? Yeah, that's that's right. Yeah, so um, you 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 kind of came into your like you found yourself as a baseball mm-hmm. player. Yeah, well, my junior year was really a kind of a breakthrough year. I got more opportunities just the new coaching staff and we had like seven or eight seniors this year that got I guess nine really that got regular playing time and um, and those are the players that I've played with my entire life right so having us all on the field at the same time it was really a good opportunity to- so yeah. there's no doubt the talent was always there yeah, you just good. weren't given an opportunity to shine and given the opportunity you made obviously made <laughs> made the very most of it uh Tell us a little bit about your senior year. Well, okay. My senior year, baseball my senior year was the most fun thing I've ever done in my life. That was the most fun season of baseball. It's the most fun thing I've ever done. Um, we, we had, let's see, we had, I think, one holdback that became a senior with us. Okay. Davis Johnson. He was supposed to graduate the year before us, but he held back because I think it was because he knew we had so much returning talent from the 2022 season and we we really wanted to make the state tournament we thought we could and to this day i think i know that we could have but um 
I mean, I guess it just wasn't meant to be, but we still, we still played, you know, 35 games. It was the most fun thing I've ever done in my life. Well, you know, I think I'd, I think your dad had posted that the teams, you know, a good portion of the teams that you all could have drawn, you all either played really tough against or mm-hmm. beat during yeah. the regular season. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I played my, my senior year of high school, I was a soccer player. I didn't get into the baseball uh, because it comes really fast and you have to swing. <laughs> not, not working. But um, we got beat in the Sweet 16 by a team that I swear if we played nine more times, they wouldn't, they wouldn't beat us. But that is athletics. That's sports. That's why we play. Uh, for the opportunity, so but that doesn't that doesn't shortchange your all's phenomenal year. Was college playing in college was that always the goal, or did that just kind of come to be this year? Well, of course, every ten year old playing baseball thinks he's right. going to the major leagues, right? But um, I guess my freshman and sophomore year, I was just kind of like, I'll play until my senior year, I'll be done. Yeah. And then uh, my junior year, with the year that we had and the year I had. I was like, if I can play in college, I'm definitely going to do it. And that opportunity came to light my senior year. I think it was September. Uh, Spalding offered me a place on their team, and I, was, I just jumped all over it. I was like, oh, yeah. So at the collegiate level, you uh, you pitch and you uh, play what position? <laughs> Is that um, what position you need me to play? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I think I, this my senior year, I played everywhere in the infield. So in college, it would be probably first or third. So do you? Play. I mean, do you think you will be primarily a fielder, or are you going to get to pitch some as well? I think I'll primarily be a pitcher because Spalling is very good. They've historically been good. This year, they made it to the NCAA tournament. Oh, nice! And I think they won their first ever NCAA tournament game at the D three level because they weren't in AIA until you know like twenty sixteen or something like that. Okay. And um, so I think they're they're loaded, really. And my thing's pitching, so I'm going to stick to pitching as much as I can. Um, but it, it would be an honor to be able to play the field, too. Yeah. It would be awesome. I mean, it wasn't – you didn't – your batting average was pretty darn good <laughs> also. <laughs> I mean, it led the team as well. <laughs> right. Yeah. You you hit at a 446, I think, Four, or yeah, something around that. So. Yeah. That's a pretty good clip yeah. of hitting. Well, that is thanks to Coach Gene Combs. He, if you just listen to the guy and just take what he says and apply it, he's the best coach I've had in a long time. So, what's one thing you learned about Gene Combs that you'll take with you for the rest of your life? Because, like, we, we played high school sports. Mm-hmm. There's something that every high school coach tells you that you can just apply anytime. Let's see. Please, this is a family show. I know how Gene Combs operates. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. So, so, this is a family show. <laughs> and we're in a church. So. <laughs> well, um, Coach Combs, he was old school, so he was not going to take anything from anybody. And he has expectations, and he wasn't going to stoop for anybody. And um, I think holding everybody to the same level of expectation, it's not something he told us out openly, but it's he led by example. And that's something I really looked up to. And he's retired this year. He's off, you know, he's got family in Florida. I'm sure, I'm sure he's spending time on the beaches. But um, holding everybody to the same expectation, just not giving anyone a leg up for any reason, but expecting the most out of everybody. I think that's my thing I took away from him. I worked with uh, Coach Combs uh, for a couple years, and then our past our past se- separated. I went to a different profession. He ended up in Madison County, I believe. Uh, I'm I'm glad that Coach Combs because I always like I always like Gene. I'm glad that he got to come back and be a part of two teams, yeah. Like uh, what like what you all had because uh, uh, I think after the you know the the 
previous run, the way it ended, I think that was that was what he needed. And yeah. and and I and I'm glad for you guys, the players, but I'm also glad for him to be able to be a part of that as well. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I, I'm sure you probably know, but we were live on location during the district championship game watching you pitch. I'm sure Which, he saw us hanging the K's up after every I day. Did, I did right. <laughs> See? See? See that. Which, which is, which is so funny because we kept telling West, "Don't put three in a row. <laughs> we might get shot." <laughs> but now, the it was one of the funnest games that I've ever been to. I mean, I've been to pro games, college games, the legends, you know. But it was absolutely. I mean, we were all like. We were live recording, and when we got to that last inning, the we, bottom half of the inning, yeah, we quit talking. We just all, all stood we were up doing and was like, "Oh my god, oh my god!" And it's like <laughs> we called almost everything that was going to happen. I called the first baseman dropping the ball. Yeah, John was like, "He's going to miss it," and then he missed it. <laughs> <laughs> and then somebody called the walk, uh, but it's like everything that was happening, and then to to win on a walk off hit by pitch was crazy. Yeah. So and, you know, and and that was a I hated the way that game ended. Because it was a great pitching duel between yourself and the opposing pitcher. Yeah, you hear walk off hit by pitch, and you're like, "Oh, those, those pitchers, they must have been awful." No, and it, but, but nothing could be further from the truth. Yeah, you got right. you all both were. I mean, went several innings before anybody got on base. I actually think for Montgomery County, you were the first person that got on base that game. I think so. I think so. I don't yeah. really remember the whole but, game, but yeah. it was like I can't imagine the pressure that kid was under though, with bases loaded, mm-hmm. and you're at the bottom of the the last inning. I can't imagine the right. pressure that he was going. And am under. I correct? Is he the freshman, or did the freshman the freshman the pitch the night before against Clark County? Okay, okay, his, okay. His okay. name was um, Jake Scott, or okay. not? Maybe it wasn't Jake Scott. JT something. I don't remember. But he is he's one of the best pitchers in the region coming up from that freshman class. He's going to be really good in the next few years. So I mean, he might be the next Matthew Rella. Probably, probably not that good. Maybe not on that level. <laughs> maybe not on. So you mentioned uh, Davis Johnson is the only holdback of the group, right? Yes. So when COVID kicked in, was there any discussion amongst you and your parents or other players about maybe taking that extra year? Well, I was – me and Spencer Butcher, we actually took the year at first because the rules were that you could hold back. till your junior then, year. Yes, and, and then decide not to. Um, but you could not decide to hold back later. There was a deadline. And um, so I, I took it, and then right before the start of my junior year, I was like, this is not worth working out. I'm, I'm just going to go out and be a senior um, as fast as I can. And then for, for Spencer Butcher, his story was completely different. It was like the week before prom, and he was officially, he was a junior. And he was like, you know what, I'm just going to be a senior because all of, all of his friends, for the most part, that he you know played with for years were graduating. So... Um, his girlfriend found a dress for prom like within a week. It was crazy, and they looked great. But um, he decided in April or May, maybe, that he was going to be a senior and graduated with us. Nice. So I mean, so th- that has to be really cool that because you said that you played, you know, all the way up through you know Parks and Rec and travel ball and middle school and how, like with the same set of guys. So that was that was kind of cool that you all got to finish something that you you yeah, had started for sure. And, and that's the secret to being good, especially in high school sports. Playing together from youth to middle school to high school and being a family and close knit—that's how you succeed. Right, and yeah, you because know, it because there's so much more than just being able to perform. When you know what the other guys on the field right. are going to do, you know, like, oh, okay, well, you know, 
we need a hit here. Oh, oh, look, Davis is up. He's get like he's gonna get it. Like there's right. like the, you don't you don't you don't have to you don't have to worry. And I guess from your standpoint, that kind of has to lift some pressure off of you, right? That you know yes, yeah. that you know that the guys behind you, when you take the mound, they have your back, exactly. and they know that okay, we got rallied on the on the mound. We're all right. Well, <laughs> like as as a hitter, like baseball's never been my thing. Like like Neil said, I well, I wasn't no part of. I played football and basketball, and then baseball season it wasn't really pushed. So we was like, okay, let's take our break from this point. But as a hitter, to know that your pitcher Matthew Rowlett's on the mound, right. if you get one run, your odds of winning's pretty good. Right. I mean, he just said that after the region game, his ERA ballooned to point six two. So <laughs> right. So you know that if you can manufacture a run or two, you feel pretty confident with Matthew Rod on well, the mound. Well, and 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 then the same thing, the defense behind Matthew has to be solid. And those kids playing together for so long, they they know what's going on. And in that district championship game, the defense on both sides. I mean, yeah. I don't know how many hits what? in a row they kept hitting to the shortstop on for, the bourbon for, for bourbon shortstop. It's like, that, good God, quit hitting to the shortstop. That could not have been in the game plan. No, it was not. It was not in the script. He's going to catch it every time. So, what attracted you to Spalding? Well, okay. I'll tell you all a secret. My girlfriend has been there. She's a sophomore. That's what oh, I was yeah. waiting to hear. So, that, so that definitely helps. Shameless yeah. plug for the girlfriend. She oh. is a standout on the volleyball team. Yes. yes. So, She's quite the volleyball player. So yep. what what were your offers? Now that we know the reason why you went to Spalding, what was your offer? Okay, so I had – now that I think about it, I probably had seven or eight offers or interests. So I think a few of the bigger ones that I heard from, I heard from Maryland, and I got a notification from Baylor one time, which was just awesome. But I'm not going I'm not going to Waco, Texas. I'm sorry. Unless your girlfriend's going with <laughs> unless, you. Unless she's there, I'll be there. I will be there. <laughs> He don't care about baseball. <laughs> He's just a, a volleyball fan, is what he is. Well, no, baseball's there, but it was, but it was a benefit that the girlfriend was there too. I'm sure he got that offer from Spalding. He was like, "Yes." I'm, <laughs> I'm wondering now because you hear these schools doing that. I'm wondering now if Spalding didn't recruit the girlfriend for volleyball, knowing they could get Matthew for baseball. You know what'll happen in two years? <laughs> it's like he might. Hmm. There's a stud pitcher coming yeah. out of Montgomery County. Well, I mean, it also helped that. She she was quite the volleyball player, too. right? So, right. She, she she can more than she, she can more than hold her own. I on, mean, on, she, on and she got an offer to them too, right? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. what I thought. Yeah, so I, I think it's pretty cool. So, uh, so what? Aside from baseball, what academic avenues are you are are you looking at? Well, I'll study to be a physical therapist there. They have um, they have a doctorate program, so I won't have to apply. You know, there are people that go to school all the time to be doctor of this or doctor of that and they have to apply to graduate school and that's just a whole big hurdle I don't want to I don't want to have to mess with so it's that's quality if I can maintain a certain GPA I can just go straight into into grad school without having to worry about applications nice and then he can come back and be athletic trainer Wes please I I knew that's where you were going to go with that oh my gosh we need one bad (laughs) can you do that in three years Seriously, I might be able to. Well, let's go. <laughs> let's go. It'd be a fun gig. It would be a fun gig being there. Austin, listen up. <laughs> we know you're listening. We've got. We've got. It'll be on in a few. It's going to be in three weeks. Put him in as an intern now. Yeah. <laughs> Let him get some practice hours. <laughs> so Matthew, we started uh, this year. It was. It was. It was funny on this coach's show. It just kind of 
became something. And uh, then one day we were like, hey, we're going to do an Athlete of the Week. And most weeks, Matthew Rowlett's name came up as a potential Athlete of the Week. Uh, and I think that's kudos not only to the season you had, but the season the team had. Because, uh, you know, you know that you got a lot of the accolades, you got, you got a lot of press, but if it wasn't for the team around you, you wouldn't have been as successful. Right. And, and, I, and, I'm, and, I, and I'm sure that you, you uh, shared that with your teammates as well. But every week it seemed like, well, Matthew Rowland, he you know, threw a perfect game. You know, Matthew Rowland, he gave up, you know, there were – Gave up three No hits. runs. <laughs> or he went out and, you know, killed the ball over – like whatever. It was always Matthew Rowland doing something. So then we got to the end of the season and it was time to name our senior student athlete – of the year, and in our opinion, when we looked at it, there were some good candidates. But I think what you did on and off the field stood stood above everybody else. So uh, it, it really wasn't a long conversation. No, it was not. About no. forty five seconds. Right. They're like I think it's going to be Rallet. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. mean, and there you had tough competition, but they are not seniors, right? Right. And right. we want this to be a senior thing, right? Mm-hmm. And so, so that helped, right? But. I, I think it was obvious. I mean, your season was phenomenal. We, the was Austin Maples on that show that we announced. Yes, we we read off all of your stats and stuff. And I mean, it was like insane. You're like, he led the team in this. He led the team in that. He led the team, in, and it was it was an insane season. And and you know what a way to go out. And it sucks that we come up just a little short of the the you know winning the regional tournament. And it was so close, right? So close. Before we get too far. How was the perfect game? What did I was, that feel I was like? getting ready to talk about it. I mean, I mean, like, it's it's it, that the six the seventeenth time that's ever 17th happened. Seventeenth time. So it's just kind of like that's not happening very often. <laughs> I mean, you'll see it at a Parks and Rec game, which some people compared it to Parks and Rec, <laughs> but we won't get in that conversation. Coach pitch doesn't count. Okay, <laughs> if you're if you're throwing a perfect game against three year olds, it don't count, Adam. <laughs> Okay, so uh, the perfect game, I threw it against Madison Southern, which two important things about Madison Southern. One, Coach Combs. I was going to say, that's, there. that's where Gene Combs came he from. He referred to Madison Southern as the ex-girlfriend. <laughs> we, we just had to beat him every time we played him. It was like a rivalry that he'd just throw at us. He's like, now we're rivals with Madison Southern. <laughs> so there's that. And then a lot of the players on that team I've played with. Because for, you play in Madison County for do, travel yeah. ball. Okay. Yeah, my travel team is from Madison, Madison County, and they're either from Madison Central or from Madison Southern. Yeah. And I think there were probably five of the dudes in the lineup that day that were on my travel team. Yeah. And the very last out of the game, um, he uh, his name's Hayden Ball. He plays on my travel team, too. And we played with him this past weekend. It's the first time I played with him this summer. The first words he says to me, he says, to me, he says I got robbed in that game, man. Because <laughs> Jordan Overstreet made the ridiculous catch in center field. Yeah. And but the ball went over my head and like, dang, he kind of hit that hard. First time I've seen that today. And then I was, I didn't really, it didn't cross my mind that that could be a hit though. Yeah. So I, re- I look back and Jordan's laying out. I was gonna say he laid out for yeah, the catch. Yeah. And uh, Coach Todd had told everybody he was like, outfield, if a ball is hit out there, I don't care if it's forty feet away from you, you are diving yeah. after the ball. Yeah. So take us through that. At what moment did you realize, I, I'm on my stuff today. This could be a special game. Well, in the third inning of the game, I was talking to one of the freshmen, and I was like, you know what sucks about high school baseball is there's seven innings, and in the last three outs of a perfect game, you have to face the one, two, and three batters, which are you know, traditionally the toughest guys in the lineup. Right. 
And I, we, we were talking about that, but I wasn't really like, I'm going to throw a perfect game today. That's just the first time someone mentioned it. Yeah. And then in the fifth inning, I was like, oh, gosh, here, it's actually <laughs> happening. <laughs> so did you start to chance up a little yeah, bit? Yeah. And if you go back, um, I, I guess there's some game film somewhere. You can probably see me take a huge deep breath before every pitch from, like, the fifth inning on. I mean, you're you're pretty you're pretty calm and collected on the mound, especially. You don't you you're you're not too high, you're not too low. You can't really tell what just happened the previous at bat, and I think that's fantastic. But but it had to be like on the inside, you had to just be a nervous wreck. I was, and I'm sure it, yeah. that your mom and dad were. A million times more nervous than you were. Oh, yeah, well, because it's out of their hands. Right, you know? <laughs> exactly. If I mess it up and this guy gets a hit or if I walk this guy, it's on me. Like, right, right. But, but mom and dad are sitting over there in the stands just sitting on their hands like, oh, gosh. <laughs> so, I, I got to – I'm sure you've heard this a million times. If you're watching Major League Baseball game and they're in the middle of a no-hitter, you're like – don't say anything. <laughs> nobody right. gets near. Nobody yeah, talks. They to won't you. even sit close yeah. to you. Don't, don't even. Don't even. <laughs> so did they do that? Did they sit close to you in the dugout, or I what? Did everybody kind of looks that were like, like, oh my gosh, like I can't talk to him tonight now. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess I, I was just trying to talk to everyone else to keep myself loose. Yeah. So yeah. I think that was the main thing is just talking to everybody, and keep myself kind of focused on the game but not focused on the perfect game. Everybody's yeah. looking at him like, it's yeah. like, <laughs> like you hear these sure. pitch, you hear these pitchers that throw these no-hitters all the time they go, "Well, what point did you think of I man, I didn't even realize a bull crap." Right. <laughs> he's, like, he's talking yeah. perfect game in the third inning. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you know what's going on. Right, they, right. I don't buy that for a minute. I mean, but that had to be super cool, right? It, it was awesome. I mean, because to say that you're one of 17 people in the state of Kentucky, they'd have thrown a seven-inning perfect game. So was that catch by the center fielder the last out? Yeah, it was last. Oh one. my gosh! Yeah. I, my, I oh, I didn't realize that. I would have swallowed yeah. my heart. Oh, my my God. God. oh no! But yeah. cool, call Matthew Rallett. He's like, yeah, that ball was hit pretty hard. Like <laughs> 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 <Wait, he got, laughs> literally just I haven't seen my head. I haven't seen that all night. <laughs> <laughs> but even then, he said, "I didn't think it was going to be a hit." Right. No, so, b- because you had played with Jordan for a really long time, mm-hmm. you believed that he was going to make that catch. Yeah. And there, he would have gone hell or high water. He was going to make that catch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that that that's why. And we talk on this show all the time. High school sports are one of the greatest things ever because it's just it, it's just a brotherhood, it, a sisterhood. It's just amazing that everybody's out there playing for each other so that, I, that is super cool and, and and like you said they've played together for so yeah. many years and then to do it against guys that he plays with on the travel right. and circuit. against his uh head coach's ex-girlfriend that's, that's <laughs> that was a perfect Wonderful. storm right there that was a perfect sounds storm. like somebody owes lunch to jordan <laughs> he's like really well whatever whenever uh, <laughs> so um how long have you been playing travel ball? Oh, gosh. I was – I don't know, really. I was probably five. I was going to say, now, now, you're, now your dad coached you for a long time, he right? Did. Yeah, he coached teams around here with a lot of the guys that I played with my senior year. Yeah. And um, that's kind of where we started. That's where friendships started. That's where we started as a team. And then from there, everybody kind of went their own separate ways for a few years. But we all were kind of still Montgomery County yeah. boys. So when we were walking in, I look up and he's like eighteen foot tall, and I was like, "Dang, you've gotten tall!" Yes. And you said that it was around eighth grade when you started mm-hmm. sprouting up. 
Yeah. Is is did you see an increase in your abilities when you got taller? I, well, I'll be honest. I saw a decrease in my abilities when I got taller because I kind of grew out of myself. I had to re-coordinate about my you know freshman and sophomore year. Of course, our freshman year got canceled because of COVID. Right. Yeah. So that set everybody back, but especially me because I was six inches taller than I was my eighth grade year. And so I had to re-figure out how to field a ground ball, how to throw a strike. And I think that's another reason why I was kind of a late bloomer in high school is because I grew so much and because I kind of brought out I mean, of six body. inches over one summer? Good it was, grief. It was something like that. It was crazy. Yeah, that's a lot. I'm sure mom and dad were like, good God, son, you can you stop growing? We're going through clothes too quickly. Well, your brother's you doing the same thing. No, yeah. I saw a picture of him I was gonna say, well, the he's basketball like court. He's six, two, three? Yeah, I think he's up to six, three now. He'll, he'll – He'll get to six five about where I'm at. And he's, I bo- is he dunking a basketball? Have I have I seen him dunk a basketball? He, yeah, he can. I've not seen it yet, but he can. But he's a dead eye shooter. <laughs> he <laughs> is a dead eye shooter. <laughs> what about that dunk- brother comment right now? He says he can. I haven't. I haven't seen it. That is. A t- he that is hasn't dunked on me. <laughs> Bet he don't dunk on me. <laughs> Bet I strike him out. So now is he is he going to be playing high school ball here? He's yeah. A- He's a freshman this year. Freshman. Yeah, he, okay. He's going to the freshman year. So he's getting the fresh coat of Jason Mays. Oh, yeah. Has I, he been in the weight room with him? Well, he went this morning, came back, and he was on the couch ready to throw his guts out. They've been working <laughs> him hard up there. I hey, I, I've heard that multiple times. Like, it's the hardest working group that a few people have ever seen. Well, I mean, Coach pushed. told us on the very first episode, I've got a lot of work to do. And so – so, well, speaking of speaking of coaching, we talked off air that you've been doing some uh, private lessons, pitching lessons, fielding lessons, and things like that. Is coaching ever in Matthew Rowett's future? I would like for it to be, certainly, yeah. yeah. After my playing career is over, um, I feel like I've left a mark on Montgomery County baseball. And with the with the uh, all three of our coaches this year retired or left or you know they're not here anymore, so I'd love to come back and build this program back up to. Something that, it, I mean, Montgomery County Baseball has been a winning program in the past, and yeah. I would love for it to stay that way. Athletic trainer and head baseball but yeah, head baseball yeah. coach. Baseball player gets hurt. I got it. I got it. Don't <laughs> worry about it. So, when did you know, like, because coaching and, and, you know, was it that you talked about that growth spurt and then having to refigure yourself out and, and basically relearn how to play baseball? Mm-hmm. For because you you knew how to play baseball and then you grew into this new person. You're like this person's not so good at baseball. So, do you think that is what made you? Because I've seen the way you interact with your teammates, and, and we talk about your demeanor. You're very patient. You you know you 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 you're very well spoken. You can you can explain everything very well. Is like when did you figure out? Hey, I think I might want to coach this sometime. Well, this year we've had. Um, Nine or, 10, nine or ten seniors, and we had maybe three total sophomores and juniors. So there was a big gap there in between really, really young and really, really old. Right. So it was kind of like we had ten coaches and we had like fourteen freshmen. Right. So it was it was a combination of that and helping those kids out and seeing what they can bring to a family environment in a, in a clubhouse in a locker room. Those, those kids really, like, rejuvenate the energy sometimes right. when you need it. And um, and then these lessons this summer, it's I, I remember when I was a nine-year-old kid <laughs> right. winning World Series in the backyard. <laughs> I mean, 
I've, I've grown a lot since then, and I, I've changed a lot since then, but at, at heart, we're all still the kid. That's still, that, still that kid. Winning the World Series. <laughs> it's always the goal, right, to, to, to win. Um, so let's talk about, you know, you've graduated, obviously, you're moving on to Spalding. What kind of talent will the team return next year? Well, they've got – they were going to have Spencer Butcher. They lost him. He's going to Asbury, I think, which is a great opportunity. I'm very happy for him. Um, but Jamin Kaba, they've got – I hear Coach May's kid plays baseball. I've not seen him. Yep. But I, I think he's, he's batting about 400 this summer. Yep. Well, that's impressive. Okay. <laughs> yep. Well, uh, Jamin not, a, not as impressive as 446, but <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll take it. <laughs> so, Jamin, uh, May's kid, um, they've got – Buster Kermeens can be a seriously good pitcher. Um, if if they invest in those kids the right way, if the coaching staff comes in here and, and handles them the right way, um, they're going to be pretty tough for Coop, years to come. Cooper Campbell, he play, does he, is yeah. he on the team? He, yeah, he's a pitcher. And he's, then he's uh, Roy's son. I was going to say, now Ethan, will he be one of the leaders yeah. of the team next year? He will be. He'll, he's a, he was an emotional leader this year. You know, he would he came in and he got a couple of big hits for us in the, in the Clark County games and then in the – in the region tournament, the Wolf County game, he walked that one off in kind of shaky fashion, but um, <laughs> it was okay. He, he won it for us, and he was he was always bringing energy to the to the locker room to practice every day. And um, I think I think he'll be a big piece next year. I think he's going to be a senior next Cape's year. Capa's son yeah. is the one that got hit by the pitch at the end of the game. No, for, that no, was uh, he scored. He was the one oh, that came across okay. play. Yeah, that yeah, was Jared Stidham. I was going to say it was. I knew Capa was involved in the play. I was thinking, yeah, that's right. He scored. Right. Now you talked about Stidham. Uh, you and you and Jared Stidham were the one two of this year. You think? Yeah, I mean, us two, Jack and Brody Shaw, we were all kind of from the, from our junior year to our senior year. We were pretty a pretty tight. So I mean, staff. not to mention you know nine ten seniors that had to be replaced, but basically the entire pitching staff. Yeah. So uh, I mean, the new coach, which we haven't heard. Rumor is they're supposed to be announced Friday. Oh, I've not heard that yet. Uh, that that's what that's what the rumor is, um, but they have quite the undertaking ahead of them. But it sounds like the pieces are there the anyway. Pieces are certainly there. I mean, it, and, and they're they always young. will be. So yeah, he's got a couple young. of years to to build on that. Yeah, yeah. So good. how many seniors were there? I think there were a total of ten, uh, and there's four of them, go- and four of you are going to play uh, college baseball. Yes. Yeah, I think there's four. I know Brody's going to Moorhead. Yeah. You're Spalding. You said uh, Asbury for Spencer Butcher's going to Asbury, and then Davis Johnson's going to Huntington College. That's so it's in Alabama. Alabama. It's yeah. in Alabama. Yeah. yeah, that's 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 pretty good. That's that's pretty good. We didn't have enough time to have them all as athletes of the week. I mean, but I mean, you look at that's right at forty percent of your senior class. I mean, that's yeah. this, the, to go play the Being next that level. It's the small percentage of people that get to play sports in right, college. And, and I mean the other ones. Potentially had opportunities, but yeah. maybe decided not not to play. Sure. Yeah, we've had some other kids on here that have been like, eh, I'm just done when I get done with high school. I don't I don't want to go any further, you know. So, well, Matthew, I thank you so much for coming on and talking to us a little bit. It was it was great getting to uh, you know hear about this season, hear about the perfect game, hear about the growth, uh, find out about your college plans. There's no doubt in my mind, and I'm sure I speak for everybody here that. You're going to be fantastic at whatever you decide to do, um, and that I expect to continue to see great things out of Matthew Rowlett, both on and off the field. 
Thank you. Thank you guys for having me on. Yep, for sure, man. We appreciate you so much. So that was Matthew Rowlett joining us there for a little bit. And uh, we're live again. We're live. <laughs> I didn't even realize we were going again. <laughs> Sorry, I'm talking. So it's all good. So uh, we wanted to, again, thank him for, for coming on the show. And uh, just he's, he's such a great kid, man. Like, great young man. Yeah. I, you can tell that Spalding, we've said this on about every post we've made about Matthew Rowlett. Spalding got a good one. T- Terry did a good job raising him. I mean, Sean did pretty good, too. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So, uh, yeah, it, good kid. I've known I've known him literally since first grade because him and Caitlin were in, were, oh, I guess, kindergarten. Him and Caitlin were in kindergarten together. Yeah. He was so. about to say, I've known him since first grade because him and Caitlin were in kindergarten together. <laughs> <laughs> I've known him since first grade. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, definitely a good kid. So, so now there's some big news, right? Big Breaking huge. How, how big is it? Huge, huge, <laughs> huge. Very big, very big news that we're going to be talking about. <laughs> very big. <laughs> That's what she said. Not on this show. Oh, wait. <laughs> not on this show. <laughs> how hard would you uh, not to say that? <laughs> Anyways, so. This, this has come about after this season, so it's just a recent news. First of all, we'd like to take a moment to thank Kim Soft for getting us through the 2022-2023 season Absolutely. as our Athlete of the Week slash Athlete of the Year sponsor. Mm-hmm. The bigger news is they're back. They are back. They are better than never. They I would have agree. re-signed on with us. Uh, they found value in our podcast. They like you know, when I was talking to them about potentially renewing, they're like, yeah, we've we've heard it a lot. And I'm like, look, the kids are talking about it. And I was like, I don't even know if they know what they're talking about. Well, you know? and it's one of those things, not only they're big in the community, they like that we spotlight our local athletes, our local right. our local student athletes. And, and that's, that's initially kind of what hooked them in the first time. And... That's the best kind of sponsor to have, right, is the one that agrees with what you're doing, right? So this is this has kind of been a brain trust child thing of mine from the very beginning that when we started talking about sponsorships and we started talking about this athlete of the week and athlete of the year thing, something was consistently weighing on me that, like, what's the biggest thing that we could possibly do as a podcast for our kids, Right. And so I was thinking scholarships, right? And we've talked about this a lot. How do we get this to happen? How can we get this to do? Well, the answer is Kimsoft. Right. So Kimsoft has has jumped on board and is helping us migrate into the next evolution of the from corner to corner student athlete of the year. Senior. Senior. Student athlete of the year. So what this means is, is not only are they going to sponsor our Athlete of the Year coming up in 2023-2024, but at the end of next season, we're going to be able to award a female senior and a male senior both a $500 scholarship. Right. Now, I know that doesn't sound like a lot, but college is expensive. I got one getting ready to go to college. You've got one in the West. You've got one in college and another one soon to go. 
College is expensive. It is. Every $500 helps. It does. And uh, so I hate that we didn't get to do that this past year. It, it just, didn't just work wasn't in the cards, right? right? We this, this was such a new thing that we had to see if it was going to work. And it's working, right? The listens are there. People are talking about it. I called Wes before we got here. I was at Kroger. And I told him, I said, I'm never going to get over the fact that I'm walking through Kroger and somebody walks up talking to me that the only reason I know them is because of the podcast. Right. I, that's so cool. I Absolutely. mean, and, and so. It's well, like, and I mean, how, how many times have we said, I mean, Adam says it all the time that, you know, we got it. We got a message from, uh, from coach, from coach Perry, who was our guest last week that, uh, you know, you guys helped get me through an overnight trip back from the beach yeah. or, you know, Hey, I hear you guys on, you know, I listen to your podcast or, Hey, I follow, like, I, and I've told Sean from the get go, like, it doesn't matter if it was just you two listening or we ha- end up with 2 million listeners. Having somebody come up to me and be like, hey, I, hey, I listened to your podcast. That was like, I'm like, do you find value in what I have to like, what we're saying? You, you find- care enough about me that you want to listen right, to my opinion. Like, what, and, and not only that, but like when they bring, when they come up and talk about a specific topic that we talked about. Yeah. And I don't know how many times they've been like, I can't believe that Neil felt this way or Adam said this or something like that. And I'm like, well, you know. But, I mean, it, you're right. It's extremely cool, right? And that that dream, you know, I posted it on your fa- on your uh, on our page the other day, The your happy birthday post. Whoop, whoop. You, Neil, were the brainchild of this whole thing, right? Yep. That thought in the middle of the night going, what, what if, if what if Hulk Hogan had a turn to heal in, in 19, 1992? <laughs> 19, and then that morphed into us starting. Then this year, Adam was like, "I think th- I think we need to talk about local sports and talk to local coaches." And I mean, it has exploded from there. I, I jokingly told all three of you that in the beginning we were talking about selling something that didn't exist. You all still try to say. The time Coach Mays was on was our first episode. I was like, we don't even, we didn't have a name. We you just- know what? When these great TV shows go to networks, they don't have a home yet. <laughs> they just have a pilot episode. <laughs> that was our pilot episode, right? <laughs> that was the pilot, and it was and it Jefferson Pilot Sports. It was uh, that's a long time ago. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, 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 even in West Virginia, we got that channel. <laughs> but uh, and you just think that. The coaches that we've got, we've got good reaction from the coaches. The the yeah. the, the, the ones that have come on uh, have really enjoyed it. They are they're they're very receptive of it, especially the sports that aren't basketball and football. That you know, in every district, basketball and football dominate the headlines. Uh, so you know, you got those those coaches that are enjoying the opportunity to showcase their sports, showcase their athletes, and that we get to help with that. You know. Did we ever laugh as hard as we did when Ivan Rice and Ivan Rawls, the doctor of sports and the doctor of funk, were on the show with? I mean, just the relationships that we've been able to build in just a few short months are priceless. Yeah, and you know, I mean, I know, I know, we have said that it may have eventually happened, but just take into consideration if Coach Mays doesn't get hired as the basketball coach, and us immediately going, we need to get him on the show and interview him, and then having the reaction 
of the show. I mean, it's to this day still getting downloads. It is still our most downloaded episode that followed we've by ever his made. second episode. <laughs> that, <laughs> listen, yeah. that text message that day from Sean, where it goes, it goes, guys, and then about thirty <laughs> seconds, guys. <laughs> Guys, and we were like, what? I mean, what? Ten? We know. Ten. Ten. Fifteen. We know. Ten. Thirty. Yeah. Because we've got 80 downloads in the first three hours or something. We were like, what? Right. What's happening? But, and and we've seen an increase across the board. Yes. And I think when we look back and we and we connect the dots, it's directly because of this Coaches Show. Since we Coaches st- Show and Kim Soft, yeah. Athlete of the Week. Yep. It, Since it, we started the Coaches Show. We have seen a seen an increase month on top of month on yeah. on top of month. June was our biggest month. I looked today. We've dropped but we've dropped um, three episodes that were flashback episodes. We're still trending to beat June's numbers right now. Let's we're up fourteen percent. Yeah, unreal. on June's numbers. Yeah, you know, and we've dropped three shows of just flashbacks of just flashbacks. Although three of our most downloaded shows, right, right. but they still they're still getting downloads. Right, the the Ivan and Ivan series is still getting downloads. Well, the Jason McCormick show is our third most downloaded show. Michael, Michael, McCormick. I'm sorry, what? who did I say? Jason, Jason. Uh, who's Jason McCormick? I don't know. Anyways, Michael McCormick. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Jason, if you're out there, it's a free plug for <laughs> you. Right? Shameless <laughs> plug right there for you. But yeah, Michael, it, it's you know, and that was a Saturday show, right? You know, he was just on for our Saturday show. Huge, huge download. Uh, so, well, and and I think we're seeing that these coaches are getting the opportunity to talk about. It, so then they're sharing it on their social media pages, yep. and then we're getting people that are listening. So this year, uh, you know, one of the things we're going to do is we're going to talk to coaches in season. So we're going to get to hear how things are going. Uh, you know, some will. We'll, we'll hopefully get to talk to, you know, a good portion of coaches prior to the season starting and then hopefully um, at least once during the season. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, we'll bring them back on after the season to get a, to, to get a wrap-up. We're not, right. you know, we're not quite, you know, uh, the Mark Stoops show where he comes on every week. But <laughs> don't think for a minute that that's not the plan, that, that, yeah. we, that we eventually get to a, you know, a weekly, a weekly show and I'm not sure during basketball season we don't do that. <laughs> like, I'm, re- I'm really not. Like Coach Mays wants to promote his kids. He does. He wa- Dustin, same way. He wants to promote his kids. He wants to promote any time he can. If it's a Tuesday at 11.30 p.m., if they can be here, they'll be here. Right. So it's you know it's one of those things and they'll be alone, but they are here. They ain't gonna be here with us. But. We'll just have it set up. You know, we'll make sure that the that the cord's plugged in. If they're here by themselves, I don't guess they have to have the cord plugged in. They can just talk straight into the computer. But um, we ventured out. Obviously, I mentioned Ivan Rice, the doctor of sports, earlier. Um, we're we're starting that relationship with Bourbon County. Um, you know, we have we 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 have some shows coming up. We're we're uh, Ivan's going to join us again and bring on some. Some guests out of the out of the out of the Bourbon County area, so you know we're going to grow. Yeah, and if we see the growth this year that we did the last six months, I mean, there's no telling how how big it can get. And I I think I think we got to, we got to thinking. <laughs> I was okay till he looked away. <laughs> when when we. Oh. 
when we saw that this may become something, right? And we started putting a little more focus into it. We started looking for the sponsorships and things like that and trying to work in this go, work in this go. It, it, it kind of it kind of became that thing of where where can it go? Right. You know? Um, that was not what I was going to say, but I completely lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> the train just derailed. But it's... It, it, it all it, comes down to it, it, basically a big thank you to the community. Right. And, That's what it was. And, and Win and Montgomery cont- County. That was kind of our theme when yeah. we started doing this. Like, let's win Montgomery County. Yep. There's 20 plus thousand people that live in this county. Those are the people that we need to attack first, and then we can start pulling in the Bourbon counties and Clark counties and stuff like that. And we've and we've made good headway in that, and we're going to continue. Yeah, I mean M- Montgomery County still is our focus, uh, but I think collectively we would like to move into the 40th district, and then eventually move into the 10th region. We would right. like to be a you know a news source for 10th region sporting news, and I know that. You know, when we talk 10th region, we're talking, you know, the 10th region in basketball. But those schools also have other sports teams. They, they don't play in the 10th region in football or, you know. But we want to know about those teams because sure. because sports, Wes has said numerous times that sports in this area is huge. And it creates what? Emotion. Emotion. Okay. I was like, I don't know what it creates. It creates bonds? <laughs> no. Brotherhood. It creates emotion. But, I mean, I, I had the goosebumps listening to him talk about his perfect game. Right. You know. I mean, I, it's, it's, it was that was cool. It was. I'm, I'm glad that we got to kick off our new season with Matthew Rowlett, the, you know, yeah. the reigning. Defending. Undisputed. Undefeated. Undefeated. Point six two. Senior Student Athlete of the Year. Yeah. So, I, I hope you guys uh, have enjoyed all the shows. Uh, we got some big things planned. Uh, you know, I, I I don't know that we can we can state that enough. Yeah. Uh, but it takes you. We're gonna yeah. we're gonna put in the work. We're gonna get we're gonna get the coaches in. We got we got some celebrity guests coming on. Uh, we got and I say I, I say celebrities. I mean. Miss Basketball is a celebrity, right? If you if you win 100%. if you win Miss Basketball, you're a, yeah. you're a celebrity. So, um, and then next week, next week, Wes and I are going to be uh, at uh, Counterclocks it's, Field. It's legend. It's, it's, legend. it's, it's yeah. Whitaker Bank Field. Yeah. You, you can say legend. Yeah, we're we're going to be there on location with Microphone Mike. So a lot of people know who Microphone Mike right. is. If you've been to a Legends game over the last 15, 20 years, Microphone Mike is no longer the face, but he's moved up. He has. Yeah. So, so he's excited to to sit and, and talk with us. He's actually going to be on both shows next week because Neil and Adam are going to be on dad duty during vacation Bible school. So it's going to be me and Wes and Mike for those two shows. And uh, I told him what we're talking about on the main show and how how we'll handle the the coaches show, and he's pretty excited. So good. Uh, I think that'll be good, and and that's going to be able to give us a completely different audience than we than we have right. now because. He has a huge following on social media. Right. He's going to share that out, and people are going to listen. And maybe we garner some Lexington Fayette County listeners. Well, and you know, and that and that goes back to we're going to put the work in. We're going to go out and we're going to do these interviews and we're going to do these shows and we're going to put content out for you to listen to. But we need your help. We need yeah. you to promote it. We need you to share it. We need you to like, click, follow. We need you yeah. to do all the things. Yeah. Uh, because we're not going to be able to continue to grow without the support 
of the 25,000 people in Montgomery County and and the surrounding areas. Yep, yep, absolutely. So, like, just to touch for just a second, like, this podcast, we're, we're growing, like we've all said. Like, I'm getting texts from people back in West Virginia, like, wondering <laughs> how in the world they can get a podcast started, like, at their local high school to get their local celebrities because that's what they are they're local right. people, local celebrities. local legends local legends and to get them on air and i'm like i mean really watch a youtube video right. you, can, you can figure it out trial and error that's kind of what we if, did if you got a computer and a microphone you can start you can yeah. start yeah. nobody around here do that and i mean it's our idea we have people. Right. not montgomery <laughs> county people we've we got have, that we've got dibs. people that come in here and they go man this is pretty impressive setup and i said yeah you should have seen it a year ago yeah. A year ago, we had one microphone sitting in the four of us, and we all leaned in and spoke into it. Yep. But it's, like you said, the success. It's getting there. And, you know, who knows where it ends, who right? Knows? I mean, the, the the one thing about it is, is, Neil, a year ago, we were like, let's just get to the end of this year. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and we're going to call it quits. Well, and it turned into, and, and, and with Adam and Wes's help, it turned into, well, let's hit the let's hit the 15 mark. We, yeah. Let's average 15. And then it was 25. Yeah. And then it was 50. And now we're, you know, at that 75 mark. And now, you know, now we're moving to the, like, it's been, it's been progression. Yeah. And, uh, but Which all along. Both of them said, don't give up. Right. It just takes time. Right. All along, it's been, like, we just, I, th- I think we've done it the right way, uh, build organically, naturally, yeah. and we found something that uh, people are passionate about. We talked about it. We've talked about it with Matthew Rowlett. Is people are passionate about high school sports? Well, you to know? the to the fact that he said, I, I would love to come back after going to Spalding and, and coach the high school team. Right. You know, so we don't even have a new coach yet, and he's already kicking him out. Three or four years down the road, and he, he's already putting it out there. It's not going to work. He's not yeah. going to be me. Yeah, right, right. I'm point so. six two. Well, guys, as always, uh, we appreciate your your loyalty and you listening. And like Neil said, make sure you share this, get it out to people. Let them let them hear what our product is. Everybody should be listening to this Matthew Rowlett episode and giving that kid the praise and the support that he got because he had a phenomenal year from Montgomery County. And our baseball team doesn't win the district championship and doesn't get to the finals of the regional tournament without him. So, uh, but as always, we did they not get to the finals? I think it was semifinals, but it's okay. Yeah, whatever. It has finals in our in our heart. It was the finals, right? But anyways, we uh, we hope you guys enjoy this following season, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. Stay safe, friends. The MoCo Four Horsemen would like to thank you for listening to From Corner to Corner. Be sure to go out and follow us on Twitter, on TikTok, on Facebook, Instagram, and even YouTube. Whatever podcast platform that you listen to us on, be sure to go out and give us a five-star review. Thanks as always, and we look forward to seeing you next week.